everyone, and welcome to the Coffee Talk podcast by Colstack from our offices in Wrocław, when we have this amazing podcasting studio. I'm Łukasz, your host, and in this Coffee Talk episode with me is one and only Abby. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's Abby coming at you live from the Colstack studio in Wrocław. It's not really live. This is recorded. Yeah, but it's recorded. Like we can say live throughout this episode. I just think it sounds cool. I'll so just be honest. You are allowed one lie when you come to this podcast and you've exhausted your one lie already. So it's worth it. he will be truthful and I can have still one lie. Okay. Right. I'll hold so you to that. This is a coffee talk. Like I said, uh, when we drink coffee and we talk in this episode, I was thinking to bring Abby to the podcast to discuss React Native Languages. So my intro for this episode is that I have this like five minute uh, blitz talk, lightning yeah. talk, when I try to be funny and I go about saying how nice it is to be a React Native developer. Right. So when you are a React Native developer, you can start easy. You can know just one language, which is JavaScript. Right. And you can bring great products to the world using just this one language. Correct. So like the learning curve is like pretty easy. I'd say. Yeah. If you are a web developer, you can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's how I started. Yeah. But also, so you can be like this, I know just one language and I can create apps developer. But on the other end of the spectrum, you can be, I know JavaScript. I know a bunch of other languages and I can, I can use React Native to actually deepen my knowledge in those languages and to create more advanced solutions, like natively, like C++, all of that. You can, you can do that. So I was thinking we can go over the spectrum together right. and like say a few words about the very easy JS, the more complicated native languages and maybe touch on some of the exotic <laughs> subjects in React Native languages. I like it. Let's yeah. uh, dive right into it. So let's start with one and only JS. What can you tell me about the JavaScript? JavaScript is by far one of my favorite programming languages ever. A lot of people seem to hate on it um, and it gets a lot of hate, sometimes understandably so. Uh, some things are very unintuitive with it, but I think it's evolved from where it first started as just like the scripting language. Yeah. It was kind of seen as a meme language for just web developers to use. And now just look at it. It's like powers almost every ecosystem you can think of. It's particularly amazing. Um, another fun fact about it, that it has Java in its name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. We'll talk about Java next. <laughs> but um, yeah, like for the language that was created in, I don't know, like seven days or two weeks or something like that. Yeah. Um, it is pretty powerful right now, but one thing that I love about it is that they upgrade it every year. So every year we get the new uh, features, new language constructs, stuff like that. Uh, recently, I read a proposal about putting um, oh, very powerful switch pattern. So right now in JavaScript, you can use switch A equals B or something right. like that, but you would, uh, be able to do much more complicated stuff with it. So that's like a proposal stage one. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Let's move straight to another language 
that is actually as popular as JavaScript, which is TypeScript. It's uh, the cooler JavaScript. I'm not it, sure if you've ever seen that meme before. Yeah, that's, that's for the cool <laughs> kids. Uh, it's created by Microsoft not that long ago. Compared to JavaScript, it's not that long ago. True. And the premise is that you can write safer JavaScript. You can add types to it. And it doesn't differ that much from regular JavaScript, to be honest. Um, but it is more complicated. For sure. Uh, what's nice about TypeScript, it, it, it is that you can gradually adopt it to your project. So you can start with just JavaScript project. And I heard people say, if you're developing something, if you're just doing an MVP, just do JavaScript. Don't, don't stress about the types. You can add the types later. Uh, do you have a different opinion yeah, on that? Yeah, no, that, that to me just sounds a little bit, uh, a little sus is what they call it these days. Okay. In my perspective, like TypeScript can save you so much time just in catching your, your bugs and your errors just with the typing by itself. Like, don't even skip on it. Just if you have the option to use TypeScript, yeah. you should probably use TypeScript. Two different opinions here. 100%. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so TypeScript is getting more and more popular and it's getting upgraded. Uh, probably much uh, much more often than JavaScript itself. Oh yeah. Uh, type ver version of TypeScript come out every like a month or two months or three months. I don't know how often actually, <laughs> but uh, I read about a lot of news and I come across TypeScript kind of news in every newsletter that I get. So it is very popular. So two very mm, naive languages for JavaScript, that you really need either JavaScript or TypeScript. Yeah. Is there a third one to that list? I guess you can kind of consider it a, a language uh, what with JSX and TSX, yeah. which is the extension uh, into the React pattern of constructing things. So you can now include your components uh, rather than having to write them out in JavaScript uh, painfully as these huge objects of Doom, you actually get to write them as components yeah. uh, that are you know similar to your HTML tags, uh, and it just makes syntax-wise syntax, syntax -wise, everything just look amazing and crisp and write well and intuitive. Um, so that's what JSX basically does. TSX is the same thing, but it's just for, you guessed it, TypeScript. Yeah, and famously, uh, Jordan Walk, who is a creator of React, back in 2013, I think, when React was first introduced, it didn't have uh, JSX. Yeah. It had only functions. So you had this uh, create element inside, create element inside, create element, stuff like that. It was scary. And, yeah, and he showed it to people and they said, um, how do I read it, right? Like you embed function in a function in a function in a function. And then they figured out if we borrow the XML syntax, HTML syntax, right. and we can just embed it in our JavaScript, it makes so much sense. Oh yeah. But for me, when I first saw it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't intuitive to, to be honest. Um, I had very small experience with JavaScript at that point and it was crazy to me to embed like uh, I thought it was strings actually. Like you, you uh, never mind. Wait, wait, do you mean like the the objects, like the object notation or the JSX notation? JSX notation. Oh, that's it so was crazy weird for me. Really? Yeah. Like okay, so we have three then: JSX syntax, uh, TypeScript, and JavaScript. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, you can actually go around the world creating like unicorn products, to be honest. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But 
if you want to go deeper, if you get bored with JavaScript, if you need maybe some more computing power, maybe you want to hook into some native uh, possibilities and you don't have a JS library to do that for you, you have to go to native languages. So historically, uh, React Native uh, used to work on iOS first. Right. Then it was Android. Mm -hmm. Right now we have React Native Windows, uh, React Native Web, etc. Let's focus on mobile side of things. For sure. So in Android, Android is my background. So mm -hmm. let, let me let me tell you something about Android. Do tell. You use Java to write it. Goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> Java is this funny language that um, borrowed, that JavaScript borrowed a part of its name mm -hmm. from. Java was really popular when JavaScript was uh, invented, created. And for a longest time, when you run Java on your Windows machine, they used to say Java runs on over 3 billion devices. I remember for, this. For like 15 years yeah. or something. <laughs> I think they've just updated it recently. I don't know what number it is there right now, but we have like probably 10 billion Android devices themselves. Probably. And like even more and more other things. So Java or uh, object oriented, everyone who goes to like IT study school, we all learn it. Java yeah. is so, and it's easy. Like I consider it quite intuitive. Yeah. Um, well, so long as you remember like the, the word combinations you always have to put in the front of your functions every single time. Well, that's the, the, the cool part about using this grown up languages is that the IDE support is much, much better than it is for JavaScript. Yeah, for probably. JavaScript, your IDE will tell you some gut, good suggestion, but it's all you, It's also going to give you some just rubbish. Yeah, JavaScript is mysterious. Yeah, uh, but for Java, you you either get a good suggestion or you don't get suggestions <laughs> at all. So that's a power of like good IDE, like Android Studio, uh, IntelliJ, stuff like that. Eclipse, I think. Yeah, Eclipse is one. Yeah. So. Um, from Java, Google took this language and put it in Android. Uh, Android became massively popular. Um, and they said, okay, but Java is quite old. Yeah. So who invented Kotlin? Do you know? I don't actually remember this fun fact. Yeah. So uh, Kotlin wasn't invented at Google. Invented. <laughs> Created. <laughs> there we Sorry. Go. Yeah, that was one one. One, one doesn't invent a Kotlin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Kotlin was created, uh, I think, at IntelliJ. Mm -hmm. And Google had something to do with it, but they're not a creator, they're not an owner of this language. And the premise with Kotlin is that it is Java compatible, so that you can have your Android application, and you can have that in Java, and then they created this... Uh, like a functionality Android Studio right. to com translate your Java files into Kotlin files. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I tried that. And? It's scary. It is scary. Uh, I don't know if it works. Wait, did something blow up or something? Like, you get this language that you don't know. It's like using Google Translate, right? <laughs> so you have your letter, 
written by your lawyer, let's say in this right. example, written okay. in Polish, and then you want this to be translated into Chinese. I already know where this is going. Yeah, you, you get the Chinese letter. Is it good? Does no. it work? I Ooh. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a coin toss, really. Yeah. So I think it works most of the time. Okay. Let's let's At believe least. that. Yeah. So Kotlin. Kotlin has uh, some better functionalities than Java. Uh, it's nice. It's modern language. Uh, in Invented again. It is invented. No, it is created. It's created. Yeah. There you go. Created in 2011, I think. So that's Android part of things. Uh, next up, we have iOS. Of right? course. So what do you do in creating iOS apps, like clear uh, iOS apps? Well, I don't know about you, but I use React Native. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, probably uh, Swift. Swift is um, the iOS kind of related stuff. Uh, there's Objective C as well, which is a <clears throat> yeah, it's Objective C. It's just, yeah, so yeah. The funny story about Objective C is that it is rubbish. That's my 100%. opinion. You you don't have to agree with me, but like I, I I hate it. How do you even read this language? That's the neat part. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Objective C was created at Next. I think. And next was a Steve Jobs company when mm -hmm. he got kid out of Apple in the late 80s, early 90s. He created this next company and then Apple got bad and they said, uh, Steve, can you please come back with your company to help us out create an iPod and iPhone and all that. Right. So Steve came back with uh, next and next brought this Objective-C language and it became Apple default language for iPhone. Uh, bad choice. 100%. Yeah, and they realized that, that we have this language that no one likes to use, but we also have this like billions and billions of iPhones to sell. Uh, let's give developers something new. Yeah. So they invented Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Created. Yeah. Um, Swift is also a modern language. Um, what's fun? about Swift is that they created this game. Uh, it's called Swift Playground. And you can actually, it's on iPad. I think it's on Macs right now as well, but it was uh, iPad exclusive for some time. That's pretty cool. And then you can like uh, create some programs. Yeah. And the avatar in like virtual world can go two steps forward, one step back, turn around, like jump, something like that, you know, like a turtle programming languages, yeah. stuff like that. So you can actually learn Swift doing those simple games. That's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was actually trying to get my whole family playing this fun game and I'm the only one left. <laughs> yeah, so that was Swift. and. Um, so we also have Windows. Yes. React Native Windows. And underneath the hood, under the hood, Windows uses like a C-sharp yeah, language. It's, it's all very alphabet style kind of stuff. Yeah, but also in Windows, you can use like a bunch of different languages. 100%. Yeah, I had a conversation with someone at the managerial position at Microsoft. Yeah. And we were discussing React Native. And uh, I, 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 I asked him, 
how did you end up with using so much React Native in your Microsoft Office suite? And he told me, oh no, this is not just a React Native. This is a 20 year, 25 year old product, or even more than that, I don't remember the number. And he said, uh, so we have like versions from 2000 that use something. And then in 2005, something came up and we use that as well. And it's a big mashup of every technology. And React Native is just one of the technologies that we use. So that's pretty cool. I, yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, that's, that's both cool and sounds like it's pretty difficult to maintain from my perspective. It is, yeah, probably. But again, they have like tens of thousands of engineers. Yeah, this is Microsoft. Yeah, and Office uh, brings a lot of money, probably. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. and they made TypeScript, so. What do I know? <laughs> uh, I don't even use Office. Um, okay. What do you mean? You're in the office right now? Yes, this one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out to our Wrocław office, which is amazing. Um, that concludes, I think, our uh, section about native languages. So just to summarize, right. Android, iOS, Windows, Android, Java, Kotlin, uh, iOS, Swift, Objective-C, not in that order. All right. And then on Windows, I know that there is a C, C Sharp. But, and C Sharp looks like Java somehow. But Sometimes. It's not, oh, never mind. That, that were the native languages. Right. Let's move on to exotic ones. Exotic. Yeah. Yay. And exotic use case for me, I will give you an example of an exotic use case. You can use other languages to write in, for example, Kotlin. Yeah. And your program will transpile, I, I want to say, compile to JavaScript file. Mm -hmm. And that, that JavaScript file will be your entry point for your application and it will have like JSX and, and, and all that, right? That is hot. Yeah. So if you hate JavaScript, <laughs> <laughs> if you hate JavaScript, yeah. uh, you can use Kotlin to write JavaScript. Mm -hmm. You don't have to touch it ever again. Just write Kotlin, compile to React Native, and it will actually direct your, um, rearrange your native views written in Kotlin. So Kotlin, JavaScript, Kotlin, for example. Um, and from that perspective, I actually have been working with one of those languages and it's called uh, ReasonML. Right now it is called Rescript. It's a long story, but it is created by Jordan Walk. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said before, creative of React. Right. React in the beginning wasn't created in JavaScript for JavaScript. It was created in uh, one of the languages from ML family. I think it was standard ML. ML meaning meta language, right. standard meta language. Okay. There exists a language called OCaml, uh, another from ML family. And on top of OCaml, uh, this Jordan Walk guy, who is like a genius or something, yeah. created React. Um, <laughs> doesn't uh, work for Meta anymore, but he used to. Mm -hmm. Right now he is uh, uh, hands-on for this ReasonML project. I wish him very best. Same. Uh, yeah, so I worked in ReasonML for a year. And this is another language that you can write in these very strict types. Uh, it has a great compiler. 
and it produces JavaScript for you. So it treats React as a first-class citizen, and JSX is embedded into the language itself. That is so cool. Yeah. So I think in Kotlin, you cannot write JSX. You write in a functional way somehow, but in this REST script, ReasonML style, you actually treat your JSX as a part of the language. Yeah. Um, any other exotic use cases? Well, the only ones I can really think of are probably troll ones. But <laughs> but if, if I had to think creatively, honestly, considering with React Native, you can basically just build native modules. Uh, so long as the language can build uh, native apps, you can pretty much use anything your imagination um, can think up. Personally, I'd want to see if it's possible if you can just take something made in Lua and just go ahead and build that in React Native. Okay, isn't Lua like a cryptocurrency or something? Uh, well, no, I think that's I think that's Luna. Oh yeah, uh, we don't speak of Luna. Bad things yeah. have happened. <laughs> but I, I, I'm um, too old. I'm too old. <laughs> hey, that's that's uh, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm compensating for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lua. It's a, it's a pretty interesting programming language. I think I've only seen it like once or twice in my life. Um, yeah, I'll be really curious because I, you know, I want to see people being creative with uh, what you can do with it. Because React Native is like the most versatile tool I think I've ever used. Yes, to that point. Actually, uh, <laughs> in our preparation for this podcast, we forgot about something, and yep. this is a hot take. So sorry for bringing this up, but oh, there yeah. is this new thing called new architecture, and in new architecture, you actually you can you don't have to, but you can write C plus plus bindings, C++ code. And it was available also for like normal React Native. Like you can use C++ code in your Android and iOS applications, for example, right? So you could do that even with old architecture. But with new architecture, the, um, there is no bridge, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's how it's new. And so you can control your native code from JS to uh, directly to C level or to C++ level. So yeah, C++, another one to our like React Native languages. That is really I don't know, I don't know how many we have, but probably like 90 or something. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, we it's mentioned 90 languages. Huge. Yeah. So, to summarize this episode and to go back in a full circle to my 5-minute funny talk that you can watch on YouTube probably. Um when you are a React Native developer, you can use just la one language, JavaScript probably, uh, to write a billion dollar product that yeah. you can sell and live somewhere on the island for the rest of your life. <laughs> or you can actually like get uh, knees deep into some weird technology that you care about, and you can just use it as well in React Native ecosystem. So that's great. Oh, yeah. And, and the island is great too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wish I had this issue that I have to choose between writing JavaScript or like writing at all and living on an island. Do you want to write JavaScript or do you just want to be on Java, the island? Oh, uh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Maybe that's why it's called JavaScript. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Abby, thanks so much for joining me. And thank you for having me. Yeah. In this coffee talk. Uh, which I didn't finish yet, so I, I, I'm going to do that right after the episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, let us know. If you didn't, uh, also write a comment. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just write a comment. Uh, we can adjust. Mm. 
if it's a nice one, we can adjust. And uh, yeah, see you in the next one. Cheerio.